Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into... Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for Black and White Sports. We've got breaking news. In the Tokyo Olympics, yes, it started, in case you're not keeping score. Oh, the super woke women's soccer team, led by Megan Rapino. that's right, that Megan Rapino. not only did they kneel while the National Anthem was playing before the game, uh, and let me show that to you right now. That's right. There, you can have that picture as we're talking. Not only did they kneel, but they got their asses whipped by Sweden to open the Tokyo Olympics. This is what happens. When your head's not in the game and you're worried about other things besides competing very quickly, I am wearing our America First shirt, Punish Skull and the Flag together, blackandwhitenetwork.com. This is the literal shirt that I'm wearing right here in gold. We've got it. Man, it looks good in white, too. I'm going to have to order that. Guys... 25% off anything in the merch store. Use promo code MEGANSUCKS. S-U-X, all one word. Yes, Megan Rapino is on this team. Social justice nutcase, Megan Rapino is on this team. That is correct. Uh, So, I thought I would let you know that. Let's go back look at this picture real fast. If you don't follow Cat Turd on Twitter, he's a great, great follow. Uh, definitely leaning on our side of the situation. But this tells you right here, just look at this picture. This is why we're going to see upsets. Team USA, women's soccer. Why? Because you've got a bunch of people that aren't pro-America. You've got a bunch of people that have their mind on protesting. Then you have three players that are standing up for the national anthem, which means... You've got a blatant split in that on that U.S. women's soccer team in belief sets. In uh, Look, this is an issue. This is absolutely an issue. In sports, we know chemistry is huge, and it's obvious just from looking at this picture. More than likely, there are people on this team that hate these three girls that are standing up right now during the anthem. U.S. women's soccer team stunned. 3 nothing in a loss to Sweden to open the Olympics, Tokyo. Stina Blackst- 
Blackstein-ness, wow, scored a pair of goals, and Sweden once again stunned the United States at the Olympics with a 3-0 victory Wednesday in the women's soccer tournament. The Americans ranked number one in the world, and the favorites to win gold were riding a 44-match unbeaten streak going in. But Sweden, ranked fifth, has been the U.S. team's nemesis in sorts in recent years. The Swedes bounced the Americans in 2016 during the Rio de Janeiro Games in the quarterfinals, the earliest U.S. Olympic exit ever. Then in April, Sweden played the United States to a 1-1 draw in Stockholm, which snapped a winning streak dating back to January 2019. When the Americans lost to France in their runner-up to the World Cup, the blackened Steinus, uh, I'm giving it a shot, guys, header into a far corner off a cross from Sofa Jacobson in the 26th minute gave Sweden the first lead. The United States came out stale, that's right, with its best chance of opening the half coming in the final moments when Rose Lavelle's shot hit the post. Oh, man, I'm not even trying that coach's name. Made some changes for the second half, subbing in Carly Lloyd for Alex Morgan and Julie Ertz for Sam Muniz. But Blackestinus <laughs> scored again in the 54-minute, beating goalkeeper Alyssa Nara as the Americans continued to struggle. Uh, Lena Hertig then scored in the 72nd. The loss was the first for the United States under this coach, who took over when former coach Jill Ellis stepped down following the team's World Cup victory in France. Magda Eriksson for the Swedes was actually out during this game. Tokyo is the Sweden's seventh Olympics after eliminating the Americans uh, on penalties in the quarterfinals five years ago. Swedes went on to win the silver medal. The United States has four Olympic gold medals more than any other nation. The team is vying to become the first Olympic gold, uh, become the first to win Olympic gold following the World Cup title. Sweden now leads Group G into Saturday's game against Australia. The United States faces New Zealand. The two top teams in the group advanced advance in the knockout round. So, uh, yikes, live to fight another day. But once again, we see what happens when the team's not all together. you got a bunch of players like Megan Rapino that is super woke. Her head's not in the game. She's not worried about these games. She's worried about making a social statement. And again, they're out there preaching the false narrative of racial injustice and social oppression or whatever it is. You can flip that around. Whatever the current narrative of the day is, for these loonies that making these kind of statements. You kneeled for the anthem. Three players chose to stand. I commend the three players for standing because obviously they're going to take shit in the locker room for it. Those players don't think for a second aren't looking at the three girls that stood and hate them. Let's be real. We know this is how this works. Uh, and obviously this social stuff that is getting thrown into the Olympics. Look, these people are not playing for their country. They're not playing for the U.S. They don't believe in the U.S.'s traditional values. 
They don't love our country. So they're out there unmotivated to try to win these Olympics. Okay, that's supposed to be the thing. Be competitive, sense of pride in the country, right? Obviously, you've got a large set of these players that don't have that sense of pride. What are you doing out there? What are you doing out there? Um, we're seeing it with Team USA, too, okay? With the wokey-woke WNBA players and the NBA and the regular NBA players, right? Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Megan Rapino and the U.S. team get their asses beat 3-0 by the Swedes. Well, they chose to kneel. Good God, the Olympics are ruined. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports fans, NBA Finals game number six was last night, an elimination game, and the Milwaukee Bucks won the 2021 NBA championship over the Phoenix Suns. Now, Giannis, unfortunately, nobody actually watched this game because I'm pretty sure the ratings are going to be pretty pathetic. Uh, The series, I believe, is probably going to end up being the lowest rated NBA Finals of all time outside of the bubble uh, championship last season. However, it's unfortunate because Giannis actually had an all-time spectacular game. He actually scored 50 points. This is one of the highest scoring games in an NBA Finals elimination game ever. And guys, he did it without a super team. I said it on uh, the Sports Wars live stream on Sunday. I believe that the era of the super teams is over for the next few years. Now, you may say that the the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they have Kevin Durant, they have um, Kyrie Irving, they have James Harden. I do believe they're a bit injury prone. I really, really do. I think LeBron James, he's done winning championships as well. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. LeBron James seems to be a bit injury prone as well. I'm not saying that a super team can't be built again, but I believe it is over for the next few years at least. And the Bucks winning this championship it would one would actually think that this would actually be a good thing for the league. And I believe that it is a good thing for the NBA, but the NBA has many, many more problems, you know, than, you know, the super teams, the wokeness, LeBron James, the bubble that destroyed the NBA and people have tuned out. They have, but however, on the basketball court, we know that Giannis is absolutely a spectacular player. No doubt about it. Two time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and now Finals MVP and NBA champion. However, during the uh, postgame speeches and everything, Giannis seemed to take a shot at one Kevin Durant and LeBron James. So we're going to be diving into what he actually had to say in this video, guys. I found this to be absolutely hilarious. And by the way, this is the final day, folks, to get 25% off anything in a merch store when you use the discount code banana boat. So with that being said, let's dive into this. It says joining a super team would have been the easy way, but this is the hard way. That is the words of Giannis. It says uh, taking a subtle shot at Kevin Durant and LeBron James after winning the 2021 
NBA championship. Boy. And we know that uh, Kevin Durant, I've already said this about Kevin Durant. I believe that his two titles really does not enhance his legacy. I mean, this is a man that blew a 3-1 lead to the Warriors. And then he ended up jumping ship to go to the Warriors that really didn't even need him because they had already already won a title and they won 73 games. Yes, Kevin Durant was the finals MVP, but those championships were easy. And there's no doubt about it. Those championships were easy. Everybody knew that the Warriors were, were going to be an absolute joke. They were going to smoke the league because they got Kevin Durant. It was essentially the all Madden team. You know, when you put, play your fr- friends on Madden, you're not supposed to use the all Madden team because it's unfair. LeBron James, too. He has built super teams as well. He has. And. When you look at LeBron James's career, this is a man that will jump ship and create super team after super team after super team. And I believe this is a very good thing that Giannis actually stayed. With the Bucks. I know that the media was saying, oh, he's going to leave. He should jump ship, you know, create a super team. He didn't do that. He didn't do that, folks. So the 50 year drought for the Bucks is over with. It says here on the sports rush here, the two time MVP had a had a historic playoff run and clearly saved his best for last. Giannis had a had a historical game sits, putting up a magnificent 50 points, 14 rebounds and five blocks. Man, unfortunately, nobody actually watched this game. Preventing the Phoenix Suns to force a game seven after leading his Bucks team to a 105-98 win. Giannis has successfully overcome an 0-2 deficit to be named a champion. Several analysts, fans, and even former NBA legends have suggested that Giannis join a super team this past offseason when he decided to sign a five-year, $228 million supermatch contract. Cut to today, Giannis has won his maiden NBA championship ring playing for the same team that drafted him eight years ago. Now, this is loyalty you don't normally see in today's NBA players staying with their team and winning championships. You just don't see that. But it says here also without needing any superstar to help him. During his emotional postgame interview, Giannis gave a special shout out to all the doubters who had suggested he left Milwaukee or he should leave Milwaukee, I guess, to join a super team. Giannis simply said, quote, I could have gone to a super team, but this is the hard way to do it. And I did it. Now, folks, make no mistake about it. I truly believe that was a shot at one LeBron James. That was a shot at Kevin Durant. Now, LeBron James has won four NBA titles. Kevin Durant, too. And on. On LeBron James's. Three of four LeBron James titles, he had three All-Stars. Very, very inorganic. It was a plot for him to actually go to Miami and collude with with his boy D-Wade and Chris Bosh to create a super team. And then he only went back to Cleveland because I guess he felt the pressure. But also he wanted to make sure he had a ready-made team in place with uh, Kyrie Irving and also bringing bring along Kevin Love, another all-star. 
This is what LeBron James did, and I believe that was not good for the league. And what Kevin Durant did, that was not good for the league. The good thing about the Bucks is it was organic. You know, the Bucks actually had to do their homework as a team. Upper management was allowed to actually do that job and build the team. Now, I'm not saying that um, management couldn't go out and, you know, and get other pieces or anything, but this wasn't the, the players colluding and destroying the league because I believe that inorganic super teams are not good for the league. People going to say, oh, the Lakers in the 80s, you know, they were a super team. So was the uh, the Celtics. Yeah, but that was definitely organic. I mean, Larry Bird was not colluding with Magic Johnson to go to the Lakers. And also Magic Johnson was not colluding with Larry Bird to go to the Celtics. These players today, they do that. So I do respect that Giannis stayed with his team. Hopefully, you know. This puts puts the NBA in a much better place, but I believe that the damage is done way too far now. LeBron James has destroyed the league way, way too much. The social justice stuff, the line, the police stuff. It's not good. It's not good. I believe. And I said it before. LeBron James needs to retire. Adam Silver needs to go. Now, I'm also going to place a little bit of blame on the Bucks, too, because you remember in that NBA bubble, they actually walked out and they started the boycotting of games over Jacob Blake, a criminal. They did that, and I'm going to you know, blame them as well, in addition to LeBron James and Kevin Durant. But on the basketball court, this is a good thing that the Bucks won. It would have been good for the league if um, Phoenix won, too, because those teams were built more organically than any of Kevin Durant's or LeBron James's teams. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, They've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's Prepare With. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, you want to know why the sports ratings are in the tank? 
You want to know why sports ratings are in the gutter. You want to know why the NBA finals are half of what it was from 2019, which was already low. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. It is because sports has become political. The fans, the people have said, no, we do not want this stuff in sports. We don't want to see Black Lives Matter on the court. We don't want to see people kneeling for the national anthem. We don't want to see your social justice stuff on the field of play. Now, every single sports league that went that route, that ratings have tanked and they have not come back. The NBA, they have a very, very long way before they can even come back. I believe a whole bunch of changes need to actually um, happen. No LeBron James and no Adam Silver. It needs to happen. But guys, in this video, we're going to be talking about LeBron James because LeBron James, the wokest, dumbest athlete out there in sports, he is ripping the Olympics. Why, you may ask? He's ripping the Olympics because the Olympics won't let the athletes actually protest on the podium. When they actually win their medal, there will be no protesting. This is uh, according to Rule 50 from the Olympics. Now, when they're doing their media stuff, yeah. They can do their, their hand salute or whatever, you know, the Marxism. They can talk about Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff. But when it comes to that podium, no, you can't do that. And LeBron James and his company, uninterrupted, have a major problem with that. They actually think that the athletes now are victims, victims of the Olympics, because the Olympics are essentially silencing their voices. This is what one LaChina James actually thinks. And guys, let's check out this tweet here from Uninterrupted, a LeBron James company. It says here, here's what you need to know about Rule 50 and how Olympians around the world are being silenced before Tokyo Tokyo Olympics start. And guys, this tweet did not go very well for LeBron James and his company because people are roasting him for the hypocrisy because he remains silent on China and other issues involving the black community. He's a hypocrite. Uninterrupted is a hypocrite also as well. It says here, though, what is rule 50? Rule 50 is a rule in the Olympic Charter that bans any kind of demonstration and prohibits any opinionated political, religious or racial propaganda at the Olympic site in 2021. The only time an athlete is able to speak freely is at press conferences and to the media but not on the Olympic podium when the world is watching. That sounds pretty fair to me. If I'm watching the actual games, I don't want to see any kind of protesting. I don't want to hear about your political beliefs. I don't want to hear about the lie, the lies of black lives matter. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. That's why the ratings are down. The, the Olympics, you know, they're actually trying to save their ratings. <laughs> That's what they're really trying to do. I mean, they're, they're allowing the athletes, you know, to say whatever they want to say to the media when they're giving interviews and stuff like that. But when it comes to the field, the game. Nobody cares about that stuff. Nobody cares about that stuff. But it continues on here. It says, simply put, we see this as a way of silencing voices. And as advocates for athlete empowerment, we take a stand against it. Sports is not neutral. When athletes speak up, whether from a stadium, gymnasium or track, 
They start conversations and things change. Give athletes the change to show up fully and to make change. Now, folks, you can just see this is definitely a far left agenda right here. And we know how LeBron James is. LeBron James is a Marxist. He wants to push his beliefs. His uninterrupted. They also push those Marxist beliefs. Why don't you think they speak out against China? Because they agree with China. That's what it is. And also, you know, China is cutting those paychecks. LeBron James is a fraud. LeBron James is a hypocrite. And people in this um, in these replies to this tweet from uninterrupted. Oh, man, they let they let LeBron James actually have it here. They did. I mean, just right here. China with a question mark. Of course not. They're not going to speak out on China. They never will. They will never, ever speak out on China. This person here says athletes can comment on their own time. If you're claiming that doing it while participating in a sport on the field is necessary, you're not seeing the problem. Doing it on your own time versus taking the representation of your country hostage is ethically ethically wrong on many levels. Yeah, because I believe you shouldn't be ripping your country when you get in the medal. You shouldn't because, you know, they're going to play your country's national anthem uh, when you actually win a gold medal. How would it actually look? If. Let's say the United States, for example, here, let's say the men's basketball team win the gold medal, they're playing the U.S. national anthem and they're all kneeling down, sporting Black Lives Matter shirts. How does that look on the world stage? Americans, for the most part, are not going to like that. And based on those NBA finals uh, ratings last year in the bubble. Yeah. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. This other person says just maybe the world wants to enjoy the Olympics 2021 sports without politics at King James. You all have a platform 24 seven. Leave something pure for the world to enjoy. But you see, they don't want you to enjoy anything. They only want you to buy into their Far leftist narrative. Next person says this is the International Committee's rule. This shows why sport athletes should not be protesting the American flag. The USA is a wonderful country because it even lets its spoiled, ungrateful, wealthy athletes protest at sporting events. Other countries do not allow this. Now, I'm curious, though, if certain countries made rules themselves. Now, I don't know if the U.S. made any rules. I highly doubt that. Uh, we do know that. Um, I believe the, uh, the the British women's soccer team, they're going to actually be taking a knee before that game. Why are they doing this? I really don't know. You know, protesting, you know, racial injustice and all that. I can't speak to Great Britain. OK, I'm an American. And this this other person says it's a good rule. Don't change it. It's been established to keep the world games and competition for their purpose on equal ground. It's not a platform for anything else. You can't understand that. Have a debate with someone, someone for crying out loud like every other normal person. But you see here, LeBron James isn't a normal person. 
You know, he he's above all of us mere mortals over here. You know, his far left agenda must take precedent. But it doesn't look like the the IOC is going to bend a knee to LeBron James. They have their rules in place. They're actually trying to keep the Olympics and keep people watching it. I'm pretty sure the Olympics don't want to go to rather the NBA and the NFL where their ratings just fell off a cliff because of social justice lies and things like that. I mean, they're allowing athletes on their own time to do that protesting. But when it comes to actually doing your job, do your job, not the protesting. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. LeBron James trying to destroy the Olympics. Or is anybody really surprised by this? I'm absolutely not surprised. I'm not. LeBron, why don't you go to Adam Silver and the NBA owners and say, let's put Black Lives Matter back on the court. There is a reason why Black Lives Matter was not on the court this season. It's because it alienated fans and the NBA is in panic mode to get back those fans and tell you the truth. They're not doing a very good job. They're not doing a very good job because LeBron James destroys everything that he touches. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Blackandwhite.com You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrians for Black and White Sports. As we know, last night... The new blood stepped up in the NBA Finals and put away the Phoenix Suns. The Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, he is now, looks like he may be now the face of the NBA, and it is refreshing. Why is it refreshing? Because A, look, he's not a big trash talker. He goes out there and performs. He listens when he's asked a question during interviews. During news conferences, he's uh, very intelligent, it seems, okay? And uh, I think we appreciate that, all right? He goes out there, he works hard, he plays basketball, he keeps it about basketball, and last night he put up a performance for the ages. 50 points, 5 blocks, I mean, he absolutely ruled the basketball court last night. Well... All of a sudden, Twitter woke up because he took a couple of shots and it seems that he directed these shots. He did everything he could to not say the two words, James Harden. Absolutely trended, blew up, exploded on Twitter. 60,000 tweets because there were there was something that James Harden said about Giannis earlier in the year, and Twitter doesn't forget. And there's something that James Harden also said about the fact that he would never leave the Houston Rockets. Well, we know he decided to be 
an extremely disgruntled employee down for the Houston Rockets, and he pissed and moaned and threw a fit until he finally got traded to the uh, to the uh, Brooklyn Nets, okay, and joined Kevin Durant and joined Kyrie Irving to form yet another super team, something that people, so many people that follow basketball, that we are so fed up with, these manufactured teams. LeBron James is about to play GM again in, in L.A. They think Chris Paul is going to the Lakers. I hope CP3 does not do that. I hope he doesn't. But I know he's getting down to the end of his career, and he's wanting that ring. This was a big deal for him to make the finals. Now, I know he wants a ring, but I wish he would not go and join one of these super team scenarios. It was so great to see Giannis, Chris Middleton, a great, a great character, role, actor, and player for the Bucs, uh, help Giannis win a title. It was refreshing, okay? Uh, so, let's get to this because this is what's going on on Twitter. When asked about Giannis uh, a good long while back, James Harden said the following, I wish I could just run at seven feet and dunk. I got to learn how to actually play basketball and have skill. That's what he said about Giannis. Okay, and Twitter did not let him forget. Well, he followed up with the following. There was a tweet that went out in 2014. I'll never leave the team and the city of Milwaukee till we build a championship-level team. Well, this is what Harden said in... Uh, September of 2017. Never, ever, ever leave Houston. Promise I won't. Hashtag Rocket for Life. And we know James Harden broke that promise. Well, well, and he's getting trolled. I mean, Harden is getting drugged. There is Leo DiCaprio from Django. Well, this was Giannis's quote. And he did everything last night to not hammer James Harden and come out and bring him up by name. This guy says, talk your shit, I got to respect it. Quote, I could go to a super team and just do my part and win a championship. But this is the hard way to do it. We did it. We effing did it, man. Giannis. That's what he said in his quote. And, of course, this, I mean, this is Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad right here. Oh, James Harden seeing Giannis score 50 on his way to an NBA title and a, and a finals MVP. My God. James Harden, come out. I got one before Harden. Look at this. Just getting drove. He is getting drove. Man. Right here. Yeah. This is this is Giannis. This is Harden right here. About to get his ass drug. Oh, this is glorious. Kyrie and Harden should be feeling some type of way. And there's, of course, the NBA championship bucks. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, at Harden. I could have gone to a super team. I did it the hard way. I effing did it. Giannis. Yes, God, Harden is getting absolutely drove. Harden and KD. He's got too much respect for his idol, LeBron. I don't believe that for a second. He took a shot at Braun and KD and James Harden. Harden pack pack going up to everybody's laughing. Once again, the same quote. This is definitely a first and foremost shot at James Harden. With their background, this is pretty obvious. The same quote I gave about the super team and saying we did it. By the way, um, P.J. Tucker, who was with the Rockets, by the way, won a title last night. Before James Harden, before CP3, and CP3 was on that team. Capella, I think, was on that team. He won a title before him. So he went through, P.J. Tucker, went through three former Rockets he played with and won a title. Pretty interesting. Pretty funny, actually. But I think this is glorious. This is exactly what the NBA needed. This is exactly what the NBA needed. Uh, was a non-super team with a, with a very respectable superstar to step out and win an NBA title. Not the Brooklyn Nets. Not the LA Lakers. But a team like the Bucks. A team that played together, played a true team sport. We haven't seen this in a while. You know, the Spurs did some of this for, for quite some time. But the Spurs, the, you know, they had superstars. But, uh, you know, they had Tim Duncan or they had David Robinson. And then they had these really good role players, Manu, Tony Parker, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Jason Whitlock, look, I love Jason Whitlock, but he said Tony Parker's a a top 10 point guard ever. Not a chance. I don't I can't figure that one out. Uh but you get the point, okay? It was it's a team sport and that's how Giannis went out and won it and he's dragging James Harden along the way. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hated James Harden leaving Houston. I really did. I'm not a Rockets fan, but I I hate the creation of the super team and I think it is partially responsible for the ratings dropping between the social justice, between LeBron James running his mouth, between Adam Silver being gutless, and the formation of the super team, which I think people are so tired of. This is awesome that the that Giannis and the Bucks won this title. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop 
And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, let's talk about the NBA. The NBA season ended last night with the Milwaukee Bucks defeating the Phoenix Suns four games to two. And with that win, Giannis won his first NBA title. Finals MVP. He's already a two time MVP. He is entering rarefied air. Now, the question going around is, is Giannis now the best player in the NBA, taking away that title from one LeBron James. I've said it, folks, that if the NBA is to recover from all the fans that they have lost based on the bubble, based on the lies from LeBron James, they need a new face. Giannis could actually possibly be that new face. However, and I believe that the media was actually going to try to push LeBron James still as the best player, even as he ages to age 37 this upcoming season. But now, guys, it seems like Giannis actually may end up being the new face of the NBA because two of the biggest LeBron James loyalists have broke ranks with him. And I'm talking about Nick Wright and Shannon Sharp. This morning, guys, they both proclaim Giannis as the best player on the planet. Now, guys, I didn't actually think I would actually ever hear this from those two guys because those two guys are pretty much the only people in the media that actually thinks LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. They have him as the goat over Michael Jordan. They have been such hard LeBron James loyalists that they have been blinded by their love for for LeBron. But now that all ended today, folks. And I guess, you know, Nick Wright kind of set everything in stone how he would actually feel about Giannis if he won the title. Now, this is from. This this is actually published today, actually yesterday, I'm sorry, before the game, Giannis about to end LeBron James's run as NBA's best player. Nick Wright explains why Lakers star is about to be dethroned by the two time MVP. And so this morning on on FS1, Nick Wright actually did say those words. He said Giannis is now the best player on the planet. I wish I had actually had the clip, but I don't have the clip to actually play it. It was very, very shocking to my ears because to Nick Wright, LeBron James can do no wrong. LeBron James is pretty much a perfect human being. To Nick Wright. I mean, he is just so in love with LeBron. 
he actually, folks, really didn't have too much of a problem even saying this. Which was really, really shocking to me. He wasn't really struggling to say that Giannis was better than LeBron at this point. I'm still floored by that. I really, really am. So. My day goes on. In the next couple of hours, undisputed with Skip and Shannon comes up. And the first topic is. Is Giannis now the best player on the planet? And Shannon Sharp, he did not hold back. He made it crystal clear. That Giannis was now the best player on the planet. And folks, actually, after the game, Shannon Sharp put this out on Twitter. He says, quote, this isn't hyperbole. Giannis just played one of the five greatest finals games in NBA finals history. 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks. This was a true virtuoso. Wow. Now, that's saying a lot coming from Shannon Sharp. Now, I don't know if he he actually said that LeBron played one of the five greatest NBA finals games ever. I'm not real sure, but what Giannis actually did was pretty historic. I mean, 50 points in a closeout game. I believe that was actually the most points in like like 40 or 50 years. I mean, that's just unreal. 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks. I got to probably agree with them on this one. That Giannis. This is probably he's probably the best player. Now, also, in um, first things first. There was one person that actually disagreed with Nick Wright when Nick Wright um, proclaimed Giannis the best player. He actually said it was Kevin Durant. He didn't even say LeBron James. I mean, think of that. He did not say LeBron James. I believe that was on Brandon Marshall that actually said that he said it was Kevin Durant was the best player. It wasn't Giannis. Folks, LeBron wasn't even in the conversation. So maybe just maybe, folks. The NBA can begin to heal. This could actually be the first step. You get a new best player in there. LeBron is probably going to have what? Two years or so left. Maybe three. Then he'll disappear. And I believe that the league would actually be in a much better place. I really do. The problem is Adam Silver. Adam Silver seems to be a pretty weak. Commissioner. He's supposed to be working for the owners, but he has destroyed the league just as much as LeBron James has. But it doesn't seem like the media is going to be pushing the narrative as much as I thought it thought they would be with LeBron being the best player to keep him in the spotlight to be the face of the league. Today, it seems like it's a new day. It seems like it's Giannis's league. And maybe this is just a very, very good step. To get the NBA to a better place. I mean Giannis is a foreign guy. I don't have a problem with that. Stephen A. Smith may actually have a problem with that. Because you know English is not his first language. Another story. I digress. But what do you guys think of this? Two of the biggest LeBron James fans out there. Actually admitted he is no longer the best player. I never thought I would actually see this day come. I don't know how LeBron actually feels about this. Maybe he feels that. Uh. Now, two of his biggest fans out there turned his back on him, thinking that he's probably getting old. 
not necessarily washed up, but not once what he once was. You know, LeBron has been injured two out of the past three seasons. And he won that title in the bubble. Charles Barkley called him um, called him bubble gangsters that don't even really count. Uh, If you guys think that that title actually counts, let us know that in the comments below. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to black and white sports and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like comment and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on black and white sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for Black and White Sports. Oh, this is the exact reason I love making YouTube videos for you guys, Black and White Sports fans. Make sure you hit subscribe if you're somehow new to this channel. Let China James, LeBronda James, LeWoke James. Oh, the literal reason he got the nickname from me, Let China James, which is now used all over YouTube by th- creators that have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of subscribers. Good Lord. Karma is a bitch for which there is no escape, LeBron James. You get this. You get this. You get what you've got coming to you right now. We've got so many failures here from LeBron. It's hard to keep up. But don't worry. We'll get to them. It's all about Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars. And guess what? His search came up short. It is glorious. First, let's get to the original Space Jam director absolutely obliterating this piece of dog shit known as Space Jam 2, The Search for Chinese Dollars. Original Space Jam director slams new legacy. Bronze, no MJ. Oh, Joe Pika, the director of MJ's original Space Jam, is going off on LeBron James's reboot, calling it an uninteresting mess. Let me help you out. Hot mess. That's about the nicest thing he has to say. Who's been known for directing popular music videos and commercials in the 80s and 90s, including, quote, I am Tiger Woods. Do we remember those ads? The good old days. He tells TMZ, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, The Search for Chinese Money, is so boring he couldn't finish it in one setting. In fact, he said it took him five separate sessions to complete its two-hour runtime. Yikes. The director had several issues with the reboot, starting with LaChina James himself. He points out when Space Jam was made in 96, MJ wasn't the best, just the best basketball player. He was the biggest celebrity in the world. Joe says LeBron's an incredible athlete and a very good actor, but... The ads, the truth is, LeBron ain't Michael. You got that right. On or off the court. On top of that, he says, the film was tied to MJ's personal life, retiring from hoops to play baseball, while the movie's new movie is missing a personal connection to LeBron. Then he goes on to slam 
the supporting cast of the new one versus the old one. He feels 96 Space Jam featured a far superior supporting cast. Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bowles, Sean Bradley, and Bill Murray. Anytime you get Barkley and Bill Murray together, you've got a winner. But in a new legacy, he can't even remember one thing that Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, or others did. The director also thinks the reboot soundtrack is, quote, insignificant. While the OG's cl- is a classic. Welcome to the Space Jam. Yeah, we all remember that. God, it was good. God, it was good. This is a piece of trash. But his biggest beef is what happened to Bugs Bunny. No spoilers. He goes on to talk about it's heartbreaking. Uh, Bugs Bunny has no connection to the previous depictions. Something that he paid close attention to in the OG Space Jam. In short, he looked like one of those fluffy dogs you buy at the airport gift shop to bring your kid when your business trip has taken too long. (laughs) Oh, he thinks the new Space Jam sucks. Now, what doesn't suck is the following. LeBron James bent the knee to China, but China will not release Space Jam 2. Oh my God, this is great. While LeBron James, LeChina James, has been keen on maintaining his cushy relationship with communist China, they have yet to give the green light to the NBA star's new film, Space Jam, a new legacy for release. The film is carefully neutered to appeal to the apolitical global cinematic marketplace dominated by China. Politico wrote last week, oddly, Space Jam sequel is not currently scheduled for release. James stirred up controversy in 2019 when he rebuked Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey for supporting Hong Kong protests for freedom. We talk about this freedom of speech, but there are ramifications for the negative that can happen when you're not thinking about others and only thinking about yourself. The Lakers forward 36 has consistently kowtowed to the genocidal regime to line his pockets. James has a $1 billion lifetime deal with Nike, whose CEO just last month said Nike is the brand of China. Yeah, while the Uyghurs are getting treated like shit. We all know that. Meanwhile, the NBA, NBA also rakes in billions of dollars from China while players maintain foreign endorsements that members of Congress have criticized. Regardless of James's financial ties to the corrupt regime, there is no scheduled release date for the new Space Jam in China. Should China not release the film at all, James would forfeit additional profits given he is the co-founder of the global production group Spring Hill Company. Warner Brothers stands to lose millions of dollars if the film can't extend into the Chinese market, despite shutting up and dribbling for the chairman, China still won't allow Space Jam 2 to air, meaning the movie is likely to lose several hundred million dollars. Outkick founder Clay Travis tweeted Wednesday, "This should be a massive story. LeBron bent the knee, and China effed him. Yet the media isn't covering it." By the way, this piece of crap still has a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's from the woke critics. 
Of course, the mainstream media is not going to cover it, but you can bet your ass that Black and White Sports, Sports Wars, I'm sure OutKick will get around to it. We'll, we'll always cover this kind of thing. Always cover it. But then again, uh, and I'm looking for the tweet. Here we go. I've got a little bit more, actually, that I can share with you from Clay Travis himself. Let's do it. Space Jam 2 costs $200 million to make and market and will likely only make 60 to $70 million without China. Many LeBron's movie will lose over $100 million at least. China blocking the movie is a huge story. No one is talking about it in the media. Of course they're not. You know better, Clay Travis. LeBron ripped the First Amendment in the U.S., declined to speak up for basic human rights, and uh, he's still afraid of upsetting China. God almighty. You reap what you sow. Karma is a bitch for which there is no escape. LaChina James. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of course, you guys know I'm not sorry at all. I'm not. Okay. Uh, LaChina deserves everything he is getting right now for all the damage he has done in this country. I've said... He's one of the most dangerous individuals in this entire country. He is. He runs his mouth about things he is completely ignorant on. Completely ignorant on. I called him out last year when the L.A. County deputies got shot because he had just got through running his mouth about police. Well, again, karma has come back to bite you in the ass. Your movie's an utter failure. You've licked China's balls forever. And now they don't want you. It's glorious. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.